Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So for this episode, we are going to be talking about the latest marketing trends. And guess what? I'm going to I'm gonna start us off first. So, Neil, there's this trend right now where you see companies like Airbnb and you see companies like Olipop. You know Olipop, like the sparkling water drink? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. So guess their revenue from 2021. What do you think it was? I don't know. Okay. $30 million. Now guess their 2023 revenue. $300 million? Close. I guess the way I said that made it, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like 200, 200 million, 200 million. Right. Yep. And so here's the thing. This is a, this is a tweet from Alex Garcia over here and we can, we can re- actually react to this one. This is a, almost like a reaction as well. Do you see my screen? Okay. You can see my screen. Yeah. So, okay. So here's what happened. Their revenue 2021, 31 million. And in 2023, 200 million. And it says they did what no other DDC brand would do. They ditched paid ads in 2021. And instead, they went all in on creator partnerships and organic content on TikTok. So they hired a creator named Sarah Crane, who took over the Olipop account, blah, blah, blah. So you can see a TikTok account over here, if you're watching on YouTube, has 324k followers. And you can see Sarah Crane, who I believe is a full-time employee over here. You can see she's the one making the content, which I think is really smart because she's not off making her her own thing. And then the other thing I want to call out here is we continue to look through the screen. Then I'm going to go over to Airbnb is you can see for Olipop, they have a hashtag called Olipop Partner. And you can see all the partners that were doing all the shout outs, 1.6 billion views, right? And so do I think this is the only thing that led them to go to 200 million or so? Absolutely not. But I think it's interesting because there's a, there's like this, you know, as I'm reading more and more things, it's like, hey, there's this growing trend of of people, you know, shifting their spend away from search or whatever, right? Now, here's the other thing I'm going to pull up. So Airbnb says it's focused on brand marketing instead of search and it's working, right? Says it's focused on brand instead of search. And so they were spending like a billion a year. We've talked about this on the pod before. And but they also started off early on spending a ton of money on performance and it's driven results. And they still spend a ton of money on Google ads, by the way. I don't care what they say. Point, point being, you have their CFO in here. He's like, yeah, you know, we've been cutting our spend, you know, 28%, you know, quarter on quarter. They're still spending 229 per quarter, right? Um, but the question is on lot, what? By the way, in marketing, that is not a small budget. Yep. I mean, look, we have to look at their fine, their, 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 what, their, the reports at the end of the day. But, um, you know, look, the CEOs has said this, right? Brian Chesky has said, Hey, look, you know, we're, we got to cut away from search or whatever. And then you see like this, you know, Olipop's not really spending, uh, on search. And so I think it's interesting. I think it's something to talk about. It's like, is this going to be a growing trend? I don't think it's going to happen immediately, but I think we're starting to see people like, 
you know, the sentiment maybe shift a little bit right now. So, so to also give you perspective, Eric, according to Statista, in 2023, Microsoft spent roughly $900 uh, million on advertising. Now, that doesn't include all marketing, but that's a, probably the largest chunk. So, so they're like the same on, on, on ad spend or marketing spend, revenue. I should say. In revenue, in 2022, Microsoft did $198.3 billion. Yep. Look, the last Airbnb, thing I'll... I'll, I'll Airbnb revenue, when you look at their stock price, I don't know why Google's just messing with it. Um, it's quartered 3.41, 2.48, 1.82, 1.9. So let's call it somewhere around $10, million, uh, $10 $11 million that they're doing a year in revenue. Big difference percentage-wise, right? Percentage, I actually agree with them cutting back on marketing spend. They actually spend a lot on marketing when you look at a percentage of revenue. Here's, I'm just going to call these quotes and then we're going to, we, we can, we can finally talk about this. So um, the quote here says our brand marketing results are delivering excellent results overall with a strong rate of return. And it's been so successful that we're actually expanding to more countries. And so he says, Brian Chesky, CEO of Airbnb says, we think of performance marketing as more of a way to laser into balanced supply and demand rather than a way to just purchase a large amount of customers. So Airbnb isn't thinking of marketing as a way to buy customers because more than 90% of the traffic to its platform arrives directly unaided by search advertising. Airbnb chief executive Brian Chesky said on the call. Yeah. So I, look, I can see why they're adjusting marketing. They spend too much on marketing for a percentage of their revenue. Yep. Look, is this going to be a growing trend? I don't know. Like, I, I think just looking at Olipop and looking at Airbnb, I think it's going to be a small growing trend. I don't think it's going to be crazy because I think search is still a very, very, uh, it's a profitable arbitrage for most people. Yep. Cool. All right. What else? You, you got something over here too. Pick Start one. I'll talk about... Click the rates falling. Yes. Yeah, so we looked at data... Uh, we looked at over 10 million search queries over the last three years. So comparing them now to what they were three years ago, same keywords. All right. So share your screen? Economy, uh, sh do you want to share your screen? Probably easier. No, it's the same thing. You share and you just click it. All right. Let's share. Try it. share screen. Okay. See? So Easy. as you can see here, we analyzed 10 million results over three years, same queries. We saw click-through rates fall by 2.83% last three years. Um, and we found a few different interesting things. One, you know, and Eric used to talk about this a lot, and it worked really well for a while, in which if you put the year in your title, like, you know, uh, how to rank number one on Google, 2023 version or 2024 version, you know, it did really well. It got more clicks. We're seeing now when you add the year, it doesn't do much, but we think it's because markers have abused and overused it. We also found that the number one spot on Google used to get 25.91% of the clicks. The number one listing now gets 27.13. Again, this is only for 10 million queries, but that's a positive sign. Position two increases 16.98% from a previous of 15.32%. We also noticed that the click-through rates, you know, if they're low on page one, like eight through 10, you know, was all really low. Doesn't really make a difference from previous to now. Uh, URLs with the same search term still have roughly a 39.29% higher click-through rate. This isn't exact match domain. This is if your URL contains the keyword. So it could be like neilpatel.com slash uh, how to rank on how dash to dash rank dash on dash Google, right? If the keyword was how to rank on Google. 
Uh, people prefer still positive titles over negative ones. It doesn't increase click-through rates by much, but it still helps. And people don't care if your <laughs> title tag is a question or a statement. Click-through rates are roughly the same. And But overall, we saw that it wasn't too bad, right? Like everyone's like, ah, SEO is dying. We got to be worried. Yes, SG is coming out and things will change. But overall, it wasn't too bad. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. You know, it's funny. Let's move on to the next one over here. Let's talk about this. This Here, this is why Parasite SEO is crap, right? SEOs start making up all these, these phrases and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's in this new trend. And so Neil and I were talking on the phone uh, maybe a couple of days ago or so. And we're just talking about, dude, have you heard about this? This People are just, they've been talking about Parasite SEO for like a year or so. And then when you start to look into it, Parasite SEO is basically like guest, guest blog posting, posting or commenting. <laughs> it's like, dude, what are you talking about? And then there's so many people making these videos. I'm just like, dude, why don't you like, just go, go, go like, instead of trying to create new, new trends, go focus on driving traffic and revenue for your business instead. Dude, I totally agree. Like, oh, we we need Google to talk about this and give a description. Who cares? Just go focus on your business. Like, none of this stuff is making that much of an impact. And here's the thing, too. Like, we've always talked about this since the inception of this podcast that the way you want to do SEO is, yes, do white hat. But look at how people do black hat. But then think about how you can do that in the white hat way, right? Parasite SEO, like when, when you say the word parasite, you're, you're de- by default, you're like talk, talking about gray hat, black hat type of stuff, right? And we're not saying that stuff doesn't work. But what we found, because we've been in the SEO space for a long time, and a lot of people come and go in the SEO space, it's the long-term stuff that generally works out. It's just like when you think about doing business, is it better to start like a drug cartel or is it better to start like a legit business? <laughs> like you're going to, you run through a lot, a lot of problems with the law and like other people, if you have to start a drug cartel, right? It's better to start a legit business and build something for the long term and let it compound over decades. That's how we look at SEO as well. Yep. Another thing, speaking of Google is 
you know, when you look at marketing 10 years ago, we saw that only 31.4% of companies were actively leveraging digital marketing. But if you fast forward today, the numbers increased to 96.1%. Now, this data is a little bit biased because I was surveying people on my blog to find out, surveyed thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But keep in mind, these people are, you know, reading articles on marketing on my website. So it may not be 96.1%. Uh, it's probably going to be higher. But, you know, back in the day, I also surveyed people through my blog. That's how I had 31.4% number. So it just gives you a relatively, you know, perspective why there's roughly three times more competition. And what we've been seeing is a lot of people trend-wise just believe you can still spend money on marketing paid ads, do SEO the same way, email marketing, and you're going to get the same old results. That's not the case. You know, Andrew Chen talks about the shitty law of click-throughs. I could be- The law of shitty click-through rates. The law of shitty click-through rates. Go read that. And in other words, the first banner ad had massive click-through rates, but now everyone's used to banner ads. They have banner blindness. Click-through rates aren't as good. doesn't mean SEO, pay-per-click, et cetera, doesn't work. It's more so- that the results just aren't as good as they used to be. So what does that mean you need to do? You can still do the performance marketing channels and you should because it can be highly profitable, but you got to think outside the box. So for example, I give away Answer the Public and Uber Suggest for free. That's a way of thinking outside the box to get a lot of users. And yes, I have some paid plans, but majority of the software you can use for free and it helps us generate over 100,000 leads a month. On the flip side, Eric did something similar, but not with uh, the concept of releasing a free tool. He used AI to create, I think, comparison-based articles uh, and articles on other topics, long-tail terms that people type in that could be highly relevant for a lead but may not get as much traffic. And the last screenshot I saw from his Google Search Console, I believe it was somewhere around 17,000 clicks or impressions that he's gone from these articles by leveraging AI. He's doing something unique and different that a lot of people aren't. In other words, he's thinking outside the box. A lot of people are using AI to create content, but they're using it to create blog posts. Eric's not doing that. He's going after non-competitive, long-tail, bottom of the funnel, high buyer intent keywords, which can either A, help him generate a lot of leads or B, help him generate affiliate revenue. Um, And that's an example of getting super creative. One more thing, speaking of creative, and I think this is a nice way to, to end it. So I'm going to share my screen over here. So this is from a, a friend, Austin Reef. He, he's one of the co-founders of Morning Brew. And so here's what it says, those of you that can't see the screen. So Logan Paul and KSI, who are the one, two co-founders of Prime, which is the, the energy drink, right, are completely revolutionizing the concept of brand deal and its genius. So here's, here's how this deal works. So like, yes, you can get, a, you can, you can get these, these influencers involved, right? But what happens here is the celebrity gets paid, right? And what Logan Paul and KSI will do, because they both have big audiences, they will drive audience to them as well, right? And so no other brand can offer that to an influencer. So today, Prime announced a partnership with Patrick Mahomes, who's the best quarterback in the NFL, arguably. And yeah, he's the most famous quarterback in the most popular sports league in America. Mahomes has six followers, six million followers on IG. Logan Paul has 27 million. Even the Prime account has 1.9 million. And so by being sponsored by Prime, athletes and celebrities are getting a ton of value, all while driving new audiences, credibility, and awareness to Prime, the fastest growing energy drink in the world. So it's kind of like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, we're going to make you even more famous. And by you becoming more famous, it's also going to help Prime as well. And I've never seen a deal done like that before. Have you seen this? 
No, but did you see their jerseys? They put prime numbers on there, nineteen and seven. <laughs> That's funny, dude. I, I didn't even I didn't even look at that. That's funny. Yeah, they put prime numbers. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I think that's, that's super innovative, right? And we're going to start to see more trends like this. Yeah, I, I totally think so as well. So make sure you rate, review this podcast. Give us five stars. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. And also before you go too, let us know what you think about this new format because we're experimenting right now. Let us know what you'd like us to see us change. Hit us both on, 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 on the X's of the world, and we'll see you tomorrow. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.